Ottoman conquest. In the end, he predicted a southern victory. I never can believe that in the 19th century the civilized world will be condemned to witness the destruction of such a gallant race. By the time of the book's printing, as the tide of war turned against the Confederacy, it was surely viewed as a ray of hope by southern readers as the stars of their rebel flag dimmed. Fremantle went on with his distinguished career, promoted to Major General in 1881 and serving in the Sudan against the Mahdist uprising, where he saw action at the Battle of Tamai in 1884. He would end his career as Governor General of Malta from 1894 to 1899. Three months in the southern states fell into obscurity after the Civil War until 1952, when it was republished by Walter Lord as the Fremantle Diary. The now famous Englishman was portrayed twice more in the following years, as a key protagonist of Michael Shara's Pulitzer Prize-winning novel The Killer Angels in 1974, and in the book's 1993 film adaptation in Gettysburg, with Fremantle's role superbly acted by James Lancaster. Thus, over time, the book has taken its rightful place among Civil War literature as a record of the most important observer to visit the Confederacy. Perhaps the greatest praise of Fremantle and his remarkable account comes from the eminent Southern historian Douglas Southall Freeman, who noted, A more dignified picture of the Confederate cause could not have been presented. Preface At the outbreak of the American War, in common with many of my countrymen, I felt very indifferent as to which side might win. But if I had any bias, my sympathies were rather in favour of the North, on account of the dislike which an Englishman naturally feels at the idea of slavery. But soon a sentiment of great admiration for the gallantry and determination of the Southerners, together with the unhappy contrast afforded by the foolish bullying conduct of the Northerners, caused a complete revulsion in my feelings, and I was unable to repress a strong wish to go to America and see something of this wonderful struggle. Having successfully accomplished my design, I returned to England, and found amongst all my friends an extreme desire to know the truth of what was going on in the South, for, in consequence of the blockade, the truth can with difficulty be arrived at, as intelligence coming mainly through northern sources is not believed, and, in fact, nowhere is the ignorance of what is passing in the South more profound than it is in the northern states. In consequence of a desire often expressed, I now published the diary which I endeavoured, as well as I could, to keep up day by day during my travels throughout the Confederate States. The latter portion of the diary, which has reference to the Battle of Gettysburg, has already appeared in Blackwood's magazine, and the interest with which it was received has encouraged me to publish the remainder. I have not attempted to conceal any of the peculiarities or defects of the Southern people. Many persons will doubtless highly disapprove of some of their customs and habits in the wilder portion of the country. But I think no generous man, whatever may be his political opinions, can do otherwise than admire the courage, energy, and patriotism of the whole population, and the skill of its leaders in this struggle against great odds. And I am also of the opinion that many will agree with me in thinking that a people in which all ranks and both sexes display a unanimity and a heroism which can never have been surpassed in the history of the world is destined, sooner or later, to become a great and independent nation. Three Months in the Southern States, April, May, June, 1863
Second March, 1863. I left England in the Royal Mail Steamer Atrato and arrived at St. Thomas on the 17th. 22nd March. Anchored at Havana at 6.15 a.m., where I fell in with my old friend H.M.'s frigate Immortalite. Captain Hancock not only volunteered to take me as his guest to Matamoros, but also to take a Texan merchant whose acquaintance I had made in the Atrato. This gentleman's name is McCarthy. He is of Irish birth, an excellent fellow and a good companion, and when he understood my wish to see the South, he had most good-naturedly volunteered to pilot me over part of the Texan deserts. I owe much to Captain Hancock's kindness. 23rd March. Left Havana in HMS Immortalite at 11 a.m. Knocked off steam when outside the harbour. 1st April. Anchored at 8.30.